To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, um, I am starting to get, I'm starting to lose my confidence if I ever had any in earthquake ratings on buildings. I'm going to explain. The Friday Sports Huddle with snowballeffect.co.nz. High growth investing made simple. That's getting the balance between making sure that we give the the new players the best opportunity to play well by, by having a bit of experience around them. Well, to me, that's a travesty. That is terrible intervention from VAR. I'm sorry. Bowden Barrett taps it, kicks it into the stands, and the Blues survive an almighty, an almighty scare. All right, on the Sports Huddle with us this evening, Phil Gifford, sports commentator, and Miles Davis, News Talk ZB host. Hi, you two. Hello there. Hi, Hi Phil. Right, so, Hi. Um, Miles, I'm just going to call it for the Crusaders tomorrow night. Am I wrong? Yes. Why? Next question. No, I, I just think that the Crusaders have done magnificently to get there. They had some bumps along the road and, you know, Scott Robinson did his, his usual thing. But I just think that this Blues outfit with a big home crowd, although there'd be loads of overstaying Village of the Damned people up there at the game as well, it's essentially a home crowd. And I just think that they've been consistently the best side in this tournament. And I think they're going to get their, they're going to get their reward. See, the reason I say this, Phil, is because the Crusaders will have the edge in their minds, right? They've been there so many times before they've got the muscle memory. Yeah, it's it's such an... For me, first of all, just very quickly, because I know you're going to ask this at some point, who's going to win coin toss? I just really, I think... I've written a column for the Herald saying, for God's sake, don't mortgage your house on either side because you're a moron if you do, because the fact is that nobody knows who's going to win this game because the teams are so evenly matched. But getting back to the Crusaders, Look, they were in exactly this position way back in 2017 when they went to Johannesburg to Ellis Park. I've been to a few games there at Ellis Park, and trust me, <laughs> the crowds at Ellis Park are just the scariest group of people that you've ever seen or heard in the whole of your life. And the Crusaders beat them in 2017. And from that, that that's where everything, I think, that Scott Robertson has developed so magnificently with the Crusaders, the belief, goes way back to 2017. And there's a whole bunch, I think nine of the guys that won in 2017 are back for the game tomorrow night. Um, yeah, okay. So so we have a situation now, speaking of crowds, Miles, where we have a, a stadium completely sold out. Are you surprised at that? Because as much as, as great a game as this is, and it really is a great matchup, I'm surprised that many people are turning out. I've got to say that I am, I am a bit surprised, but Aucklanders love a, a big occasion. They love to be at the event. And I think that that's what's happened here is everyone's got swept up in it. And yeah. it's, you know, the, the, the Blues haven't had loads of success over the last 10 years or so. So I think it, it's a mixture of the two. But I think the event thing and the fact that it's the Crusaders coming up as well and that, that rivalry plays into it, there'll be a lot of Auckland-Canterbury feeling in there as well. Um, yes, yeah, so I think it's fantastic. Um, I, just, I, don't, I don't think we can expect it every week, though. I don't know, Phil, that it's going to be a completely blue crowd there. I reckon there'll be heaps of red in there, don't you? Oh, for sure. You know, one of the things about Auckland sports crowds, I think, number one, I think they're the most discerning sports crowd in New Zealand, easily. And one of the reasons for that is because a hell of a lot of people, are people like myself, who a million years ago, when I was 18 years old, I came from a wee town, Waihee, came to Auckland. 
what? One was for work. The other thing was because it was so exciting because such big things were on here. And you put on something great, whether it's, I go way back to the 1982 football campaign where the All Whites went to the World Cup for the first time. God, they were getting 30 or 40,000 people out of Mount Smart because Aucklanders, a lot of us that live in Auckland or have lived in Auckland, we're there because we want to go to big events, just as Miles yeah. says. And that's the reason I think that people have turned out and why the tickets have just gone wildfire, haven't they? Have you got tickets, Phil? I've got a press pass. Lucky oh, me. Oh, look at you. And what about you, Miles? Uh, I'm in the capital city and I have no intention of going to watch those two vile sides in the flesh. <laughs> I'll, wait to, I'll wait for another 20 years till the Hurricanes make oh, it Oh, jeez. <laughs> when was the last time the Hurricanes were in the final? Uh, oh, about three, three or four years ago now. Is it three? I'm trying. Yeah, my, my memory's fading. Seven years ago, Miles. It was 2015. Oh, right. Okay, all right. 15 out of the 20 points. So that's one, two, three, four, six, seven years is the last time the Canes won the final. But they did win, so good on them. Uh, it's 22 years since Wellington made the uh, the, the big final <laughs> and won it. So, and I it was, was a, there in Christchurch. <laughs> look, when it when it you you guys are thirsty for it in Wellington. When it comes, it'll be great. We'll be back at the sport huddle and just a, just a tick. 13 away from 6, you're back with the sports huddle. Phil Gifford, Miles Davis. Phil, uh, was the All-Whites, were the All-Whites robbed, do you think? Well, I felt they were, but this is one where I'm very happy to hand it over to Miles because I don't know the rules of football well enough to be certain whether that's or not. But it, just as a, as a teen sports fan, it did seem a long way back in the game that they had to reel back to to find yeah. a reason to disallow the goal. Well, what but, do you reckon, I mean, Miles? Miles and I did and I would, yeah. Hundred uh, percent, that feels spot on. There, it was a disgraceful decision, and I, I, I think the, the referee was from the UAE. I think the officials in box from Qatar. All of them well down the pecking order as far as officiating goes. And this is such an important game. I can't understand why they left it to. Uh, I'll be kind to them. They weren't corrupt. They were just incompetent, and it was a disgraceful decision. And, and the All Whites, okay, they they could maybe have been a little bit more incisive. But that was as an attacking performance as I think I've seen in donkey's years from them. There's a lot of good talent there. The, the future is bright, but they deserve to, to actually go through. And I, I feel really sorry for them. Uh, Phil, on the, the cricket, is it was it us yeah. or was it Brendan McCullum? <laughs> well, you've got to say, damn Brendan. I've been, I'm a guy that's been a big fan of his and me saying, don't whine about the fact that he's taken over England and all that sort of stuff. But they kind of played in his image, didn't they? And it was a, just felt like a different between him and Ben Stokes. It felt like a very different uh, kind of English team, and and good on them for doing that. I mean, obviously we're down between damn COVID and Jameson with it, yeah, with with Williamson mm. and Jameson with his injured back and so on. We're not as strong as we could be, but I better not whine because I, I actually thought that the cricket, apart from the fact that it was our guys that were on getting the boot, but I, I, th- I thought the quality of the cricket was hugely entertaining. Yeah, Miles, this must the English the English team must finally have the tails up. Oh, they've definitely got the tails up in this series. But I think New Zealand, New Zealand have somehow, after a few years of playing absolute magnificent in any format of the game, have suddenly dropped their bundle. I mean, they were in a winning position in both tests. And it reminds me of 2004, when New Zealand in the three tests over in England were in dominant positions and ended up losing every single one of them. It's almost a, a mirror image of that. And there's, there's definitely a bit of confidence that McCullum's put in that side. But New Zealand had their foot on the throat and, and should have finished English, England off in both tests.
What is going on here with Rugby Australia, Phil? Are they are they just leveraging? Rugby Australia have never been great mates of ours, to be honest. We go way back to 2003 when John O'Neill, the one with the lovely bakelite hair, who was the CEO of Rugby Australia, <laughs> jerked, us, jerked us over the Rugby World Cup, which we were supposed to have some games over here. The fact is that Rugby Australia, for a start, is a rat's nest itself. I mean, the backstabbing that goes on in Rugby Australia makes the politics in New Zealand rugby look like Mary Poppins. But mm. the fact is that Rugby Australia, if they really think that they don't need New Zealand rugby as well, they are idiots. And I'm not convinced they are idiots, but I do think they are weird enough to possibly take this right to the edge and maybe even say to hell with you and, and not have any... Um, early season competition involving New Zealand, which would okay. be really tough for us too. So, so Miles, if, if the, the, I mean, it seems to be that the prevailing thought is that they are just using this threat to leave us for, for leverage. What is it that they want, do you reckon? More money. That's what yeah. they want. They want more money. They're, they're broadcasting rights heavily in favour of, of New Zealand, and rightly so. You know, the, the audiences are more loyal over here and the quality of the rugby is better, better over here. Uh, and rugby is well down the pecking order in terms of, of national sports or, or the watching over in Australia. So they're doing it. I think that they're doing it. There is, as, as um, Phil rightly says, there's a sort of uh, antipathy between the two organisations, but they're fools if they think that they can run an independent, just Australian sides in there. No mm. one will turn up to watch it. Yeah. Guys, it's great to talk to you. Enjoy the game this weekend. It's going to be fantastic. Phil Gifford, our sports commentator, and Miles Davis, Newstalk ZB host. You can catch him from 8 o'clock this Sunday.